Now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. Yeah. Hello! Welcome to Tay 2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Best Days of Your Life by Kelly Pickler. The best days of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we are discussing the song Better Than Revenge mm-hmm. from Speak Now. Better Than Revenge is the 10th track on the Speak Now album. Speak Now was released on October 25th, 2010, and this song was solely written by Taylor, as was the entirety of Speak Now. The entirety of Speak Now. Mm -hmm. Better Than Revenge has been played live 112 times by Taylor, 100 times on her Speak Now tour back in 2011, and 12 times in Australia in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible Australian accent. That's okay. Uh, Australia. Dananda. That's a little better. In Australia, 12 times uh, on her international leg of the tour. And the song was played in the style of the recording at all of these performances. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. We want to make a disclaimer. We knew this song was coming. Most of you who are hardcore Taylor fans knew this song was coming. Yeah. This is like our first hurdle, I'd say. Ooh, okay. 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 We just want to say we are feminists over here at Tata Z Podcast, and we do not support slut-shaming or tearing down of other women. Absolutely. We understand that this song has not aged well, and that it is problematic, specifically the line, she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Mm-hmm. It also launched... Thousands of feminists think pieces online about how young Taylor Swift was bad for women and that also aided in the anti-Taylor sentiment, which is a dark time for all of us Swifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are all aware of that. We just want to put that out there. But with that being said, if you view this song through the lens of an immature 18-year-old Taylor (laughs) writing a takedown song out of a place of hurt and understand that she has grown up and matured since then which she has proven to us many times. Mm-hmm. And if anyone who's listening disagrees, go watch Miss Americana, the documentary Ooh, on Netflix. Great. So good. I think we can all still then enjoy this song, agree that it is majorly catchy, and a fantastic takedown. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be real. Like, at age 18, I was super petty. I definitely made less than nice comments about people who dated an ex immediately after me, Ooh. especially if I knew the person, especially if it felt personal. We've all said less than nice things about other people in gossip sessions with friends. True. Uh, Taylor just happened to release hers publicly, like a diary entry. She just happened to share it with the world. (laughs) And, you know, people, some people liked it because it is a catchy song. And then a lot of people criticized her for it. Right. But I think we just need to think about that she was 18 when she wrote it. She hasn't played it since the tour. Right. And everyone involved has moved on. Right. And, and we'll be getting more into that during Gossip Gab. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, with all that being said, I just have to say, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> and I also agree that it is better than Revenge. Ooh. Devin, what are your thoughts on the song? 
Yeah, so this is one that I have not listened to too many times. Mm -hmm. I knew about this song, as I'm sure everybody knows about this song. Like, it's a pretty famous one for her. Surprisingly, there's no music video, which... I know, it feels like it would have a music video. It would have had music. I guess, you know, when she wrote it and the backlash that she got from it, probably was one of the major contributors to her not making a music video out of it because of that. I don't know. I think that... The two main um, music videos, like from that time, the first ones were like so poppy that then they went for something different after, yeah. you know, because it was like mine and um, Story of Us both right. had music videos, right? And then back to December, right? So I think that like this was too similar to Story of Us, and yeah. so she picked one of those to have music sure. video. Yeah, I got you. This is you know, based around Story of Us is one of the few songs of Taylor's that has that sound, that like punk rock mm-hmm. kind of sound um, with the electric guitar, the crazy rock, uh, and that driving drum beat. That... And in this song, really, it, it really aids the song. It drives it forward and it really gives the sense of urgency of her being like, look, I got some stuff to say. I'm going to say it. You did me bad. I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to throw this back at you. It's just like a like really like heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And the other song on this album that has that feel is Story of Us. Yeah. It's that punk rock guitar, driving drum beat. But the two of them are kind of like very different in terms of content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Story of Us... I, I like more. I like the chorus a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have Story of Us in my top 20. I think you do. Yeah. It is a really fun sound for her. I think that it was probably really fun for her to record these songs. Yeah, I think it works really well. With with her, it, it's really cool because it just is another style that she can record in and feel comfortable in. And we've already said how... She can pretty much record any style of music she wants. Yeah. She can write in any style. She knows how to do it. She always has great collaborators that help her. On this album, though, it was just her. And so the different styles of music that came out in this album is really cool based on the fact that she wrote it all herself. Yeah. She didn't have any collaborators. And it's a very mixed album. It's really neat. The song itself, the lyrics are really great, really witty, mm-hmm. really sharp, some really great uh, zingers. But surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, this is one of those songs of hers that the bridge isn't that good. Mm. I have been a fan of Taylor's bridges for, for, you know, like this is the first song that I've heard in our alphabetical order mm-hmm. that I'm not a fan of the bridge. Interesting. It, it, I think that it's maybe the line, yeah, uh, roll your eyes at honey, how mm-hmm. it's like really fast and just kind of hard to understand. And then, and then, and then, roll your eyes at honey. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing twice in a row and it's not very different from the rest of the song Mm. so it doesn't even give you a break from the vibe of the rest of the song so i'm not really a fan of the bridge Mm. but the rest of the song is pretty catchy yeah what about you i think this song like the storytelling in this song is so good it's fast 
It's tight. It works. We know what she's trying to say, and she's saying it. Yeah. Um, I find these lyrics, like, so witty and so quick. Like, the one-liners are, like, the exact right level. Well, maybe not even. It's ultimate petty. Like, peak petty. Peak. But for that reason, it's just so rich. Like, you're just like, yes! And it's like, she's just saying all these different things that maybe you felt. And Uh it's just, it's so enjoyable to sing. You get so much emotion out when you sing it. Mm. I just love it a lot. And um, I love how fast it is. Like, I just love that punk rock feel. I think she's great at it. Yeah. I love when she performed it. She would just, like, toss her hair around and give these sassy faces when she said the one-liners. Just, like, the hair going everywhere. Yeah, I loved it. So these are some of my favorite one-liners from the song. So first, she underestimated just who she was stealing from. Because, like, clearly she did, given this song. Clearly. <laughs> and then this is this verse is just so the whole, perfect. This whole second verse is so good. So perfect. She looks at life like it's a party and she's on the list. She looks at me like I'm a trend and she's so over it. I think her ever-present frown is a little troubling. She thinks I'm psycho because I like to rhyme her name with things. So good. But sophistication isn't what you wear or who you know or pushing people down to get you where you want to go. They didn't teach you that in prep school, so it's up to me. But no amount of vintage dresses gives you dignity. (laughs) It's like so good. It's... So brilliant. The way it flows, the way it rhymes, the way it works, like, it's so funny and it's it really works. It's so good. And I love on the she's so over it, she speaks that line. So over it. She's so over it. Yeah, you know I love, oh, you a, love spoken a spoken line. line. Love it. I also love how layered over the whole song are those phone call voices. Mm-hmm. Just to give a little extra petty. Stand in like, the corner and think about what you did. Yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> the, the petty like phone call voice over the whole thing. It, it gives it that little extra zing. Yeah. You know, it's so good. It's just like, it's just so good in like how it is so like cunning. Yeah. 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 She wrote, she wrote a good revenge song. Yeah. Epic teenage revenge song. Yeah. And and you're right, it does, you know, have its problems, but we can take the song as a whole and remove it from the construct of why it was written mm. and about whom it was written, who we will probably talk about in Gossip Gap, mm-hmm. and be able to just like see it for what it is. And it's a revenge song and it's a great revenge song. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Sure. <laughs> Taylor will probably never play this song again. ever again and that's okay and that's okay but she is gonna do her re-records do you think that she'll sing it on her re-record of speak now that is so fascinating and brings up so many questions about the so re-records many. like is she doing every album is she doing every song right. i don't know i mean it seems like she is so that she's gonna own every song but i will be very curious and especially the songs that she's changed her mind about yeah what she does and she might change the lyrics if she wants to yeah she can do whatever she, can totally she do wants whatever she wants and she did say in her post this week i have a couple surprises up my sleeves for you Ooh. I'm referring to us her fans yeah obviously obviously and now we go on to our segment of gossip guys better than revenge is exactly why gossip gab was created This song is so juicy. (laughs) (laughs) So the hidden message in Better Than Revenge is, 
You thought I would forget. Oof. Which is like a fairly passive statement. It could be pretty general. Yeah. Despite that hidden message, many lines in the song point to it being a takedown of Camilla Bell, who was the woman who dated Joe Jonas immediately after he and Taylor broke up. So the first line of the song goes, the story starts when it was hot and it was summer and, (laughs) and Taylor and Joe Jonas dated in the summer of 2008. Oh, okay, okay. Then Joe met actress Camilla Bell on the set of the Jonas Brothers Love Bug music video, which like brings you, like it's like a real throwback. This is when Joe Bros were like in their height of being like teeny bopper, like superstars. And then there's the line, she's not a saint and she's not what you think. She's an actress. Yeah. And that also points to Camilla because she, I believe she still is an actress, but at least at that time she was a real up and coming actress. Hmm. I definitely remember seeing her in that show. I think it was When a Stranger Calls and like she's babysitting kids and she's in the house and the stranger's like trying to like. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for her. Um, I guess so. Not a good movie, but well, it was good a good, for her. good thriller. Sure. I mean, I saw it. I was what, 15 probably? Uh, so all those things point to it being Camilla. And then to kind of seal the deal that it's about that relationship is the line at the end of the song, which I love. <laughs> Let's hear the applause. Come on, show me how much better you are. So much better. See, you deserve some applause because you're so much better. Oof. So that lyric, for those of you who don't know, it's a reference to the Jonas Brothers 2009 song, Much Better. And it mm. had the, that song had the following lyrics. Now I'm done with superstars and all the teardrops on her guitar. What? I'm not bitter. (laughs) Now I see everything I need is the girl in front of me. She's much better. What? Rude. That song is rude. Rude. (laughs) It's very specific, very clear that that is a negative call out to Taylor. And so I love that Taylor's like way of coming back at that is using so much better sarcastically as a line in this song. Like the part where she's like, as she's saying, yeah, because you're so much better. So much better. She says it kind of like in the style of the song. And it's just, I just love it. When that lyric came out on that Jonas Bros song, I was so offended for Taylor on Taylor's behalf. And when she- I don't even know the song and I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. And so when she mocked it, we were like, oh, she went there. She did that. So yeah, that is like amazing level of pettiness. And it also proves that Taylor always gets the last word, as she says in the song. You might have him, but I always get the last word. Oh. And you know what? She really does. No matter what her situation is, she gets the last word. It's true. And she writes it in songs that are better than anyone else. And major hits. <laughs> yes. That play on the radio. Yes. And you know what? Like... Don't we all wish that we could get the last word? Like Always. living through Taylor in that way, you're just like, yes, it's like say it. <laughs> it. It's like I've said before, you know, with Taylor, you don't want to be on her bad side and you don't want to do that to her because you know she will write a song about you. Yeah. And it's gonna be a really good song, and everybody's gonna know that you were that person. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, because her songs are so personal and she shares like basically like her heart and her diary with us, that's why they feel so real and that's why they're so good. You know, they're not generic because she's not just writing like stories that we can't relate to. So Taylor was quoted saying about this song in later years, 
I was 18 when I wrote that. That's the age you are when you think someone can actually take your boyfriend. Mm. Then you grow up and realize no one can take someone from you if they don't want to leave. So I think that just shows a lot of growth, a lot of maturity. No, like, no one can take your partner. It's not the other person's fault. If your partner chooses to cheat or to leave or to immediately jump into another relationship after a breakup, that's that's on on them. Yep. You know, and that's an important lesson to learn. It doesn't mean you have to like the other person. You know, they did also play a role in it, but you shouldn't solely blame them. No one can, like, evilly only seduce someone unless they want to leave, unless they want to be seduced. I think that's an important thing. I think that's a very hard lesson to understand and learn, though, when you're in high school. Yeah. Because it feels like that sometimes, you know? Sure. Especially, like... Well, it feels like a betrayal. Yeah. Especially if that someone is, you know, your partner leaves for is a friend or an acquaintance yeah, or, or somebody like you that you knew know each other. Or, and it's yeah. always like that yeah yeah i think and like another thing too that this song brings up that's also like a very challenging personal thing that happens in like high school college like those younger years too which is like what part of the problematic part of this song but also is a valid thing is it also gets really hard in relationships when like sex comes into it mm. and when Maybe, like, someone's not ready for that, but then, like, they, the next person they're with, it is ready for Mm. that, you know? Like, we know nothing about Camilla and Joe's relationship. We see how Taylor feels about that. Yeah. But, like, those kinds of things get very personal, and people feel very insecure and worried about that stuff. And I think that that's another thing that's, like, really hard when all that starts happening for the first time, too. Sure. All of that being said, <laughs> we can all be happy now that both Taylor and Joe Jonas have moved on from their very messy breakup, though we got a lot of amazing songs from it and many more that we're going to discuss yeah. on this alphabetical journey. And they now have a good friendship. Um, and as she sang in Invisible String on Folklore, Cold was my axe to grind for the boys who broke my heart. Now I send their babies presents. And this is referring to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's new baby daughter. So cute. So cute. And so I think we can all like just be happy that they they moved past all this teenage drama, this first love messiness. And, you know, they can be friends. They can be mature. And it's okay. God, Invisible String is such a good song. I can't wait to get to that. I know, I love it. It's such a reflection song for her and just like a keystone song of folklore. Mm. We'll get to it, but I I, I love that song. Yeah, me too. And like, I just have to say, thank goodness for Joe Jonas because some of Taylor's best songs or some of my favorite songs of Taylor's were written about Joe. So we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. Devin, what's your favorite line from this song? Okay, I love the line, she thinks I'm psycho because I like to rhyme her name with things. Mm-hmm. That is so funny to me. Like, if it actually is Camila, mm-hmm. like, what do you rhyme Camila with? I have no idea. Philia? <laughs> no, that doesn't rhyme. Sia? Bedelia? No. No. Crayola? No. No, nothing um, is coming to mind. Right? So what do you name? What, <laughs> well, like, I think the... Belle. Oh, so maybe her last name. Belle. That rhymes with Shell. Fell. Tell. Del. I also think, like, in general, like, yes, this is a takedown song about her, but it could also be in general. Like, maybe Taylor often rhymes people who, like, have heard her in some ways names with things, because mm. her brain just works in this way where it's always writing lyrics. Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that that was pretty funny. And then once I read your Gossip Gab thing about Camille Bell, I was like, 
what do you rhyme that with? Yeah, that's really funny. I've never thought about that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, what about you? I also just love the whole like Taylor being like, like, she thinks I'm psycho because of this. And it's like, yeah, that is a little it's crazy. A little psycho. But it's also like why we get the most amazing song. So I yeah. love her like embracing that image. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. My favorite line, I have a lot. Like, as I mentioned earlier, I love the so much better call out. Mm-hmm. So much. The always get the last word. Love that. A lot of honorable mentions. The spoken line. Yes. But my absolute favorite line that like when I'm singing it is like a takedown. No amount of vintage dresses gives you dignity. Oof. It's like so harsh. It's so specific and pointed. You know, like no one else knows, like, like has tons of vintage dresses or like, yeah. it's so specific. And I remember too, I was a big Teen Vogue reader back in the day too. And Camilla Bell was all over the pages of Teen Vogue and oh. for fashion stuff. And it's just so crazy and so interesting. And like, you know, dignity that is harsh, but like she really hurt her. So yeah. it's just, it's a juicy line. Juicy. Yeah. Super juicy. All right, Gab, on a scale of one to 10 vintage dresses. Ooh, oh. No amount. <laughs> no amounts. There are no amounts of them. What would you give this song? Okay, I'm doing this. I have to tell you all, I still understand this song is problematic. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. But it just, the song, it slaps. It's so good. So I got to give this song an eight. Okay. Eight vintage dresses from Gab. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it's so, it's so catchy. It just flows off the tongue. It's so fun to sing in the car. So, yes. Eight. <laughs> what about you? How many vintage dresses do you give this song? I'm going to give this song six vintage dresses. Okay. I think it's super catchy too. I love the, you know, rock and roll vibe, the punk rock vibe. I think that Story of Us is a better version of this song. I also just don't really like being mean. So. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. And this isn't a song that I'm going to, like, I would rather, you know, scream out Best Days of Your Life. I know. It's so interesting, like, how I felt about Best Days of Your Life, like, yeah. last time, and yeah. now how I feel about this. But I think it's... Like, I felt like they could be the same... But this is two, two so much better, like... Wh- wittier. Yeah, it's Absolutely. so much wittier. Yeah, but I feel like these those two songs, Best Days of Your Life and Better Than Revenge, could be, like, a different side of the coin for the same relationship. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Like, it could be the same song from a different person's point of view. Yeah, and it, it also, like, really shows that, like, hurt and how you have to get out all that negative yeah. feeling after, like... A relationship like I feel like better than revenge is like the precursor to best days of your life in like the relationship sense better than revenge is like the anger 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 yeah and then best days of your life is like well you had me and now you don't so whatever yeah but best days of your life is not nearly as good a song no no not as well constructed no 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 Thank you all for listening to us keep listening along check us out on Instagram at Tata Z podcast give us your thoughts Are you still able to listen to this song? Are you not? Do you love this song? How many vintage dresses would you give this Mm. song? Mm. Please let us know all all of the above on Instagram. Also, please give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying it. It really, really helps us get more visible. So we would love that if you could. Yes, please. And then also follow us or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, anywhere, wherever. It really helps us out. Yeah. 
Next time, we will be covering Betty yes, from yes, Folklore. Yes, yes. We're back to folklore. So exciting. Oh, Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. See you next time. Bye.